It is KISS 104.1, Atlanta's R&B. Well, ladies and gentlemen, day number eight, the Derek Chauvin murder trial, accused of murdering George Floyd, saw a lot of testimony dealing with excessive force, dealing with forensic, and the lead investigator probably got it wrong in exactly what he heard George Floyd say. Big day on the trial yesterday. Here with us is our trial expert, Jackie Patterson, former judge, former prosecutor, now 28 years as a defense attorney. Good morning, Jackie Patterson. Good morning, Frank Ski and Nina. Good morning. Another day full of testimony for the prosecution yesterday. Let's talk about it. Absolutely. The biggest thing that happened in yesterday's trial was that the defense attorney lost all credibility. What the defense attorney did on yesterday was basically guarantee a conviction for Derek Chauvin because he tried to trick the jury. Let me explain. There was a witness on the stand, the lead investigator. The defense attorney asked him, and this investigator had never heard this part of the video. And he asked the officer, did it sound like George Floyd said, I ate too many drugs? And that witness had never heard that portion, so his ears said, and he responded by saying, yes, that's what it sounds like he said. Let's take a listen. Did you hear that? Yes, I did. Did it appear that Mr. Floyd said, I ate too many drugs? Yes, it did. But on redirect examination by the prosecution, they played more of the tape, and then the officer said, well, he said, I ain't do no drugs. Having heard it in context, you're able to tell what Mr. Floyd is saying there? Yes, I believe Mr. Floyd was saying, I ain't do no drugs. It's a little different than what you were asked about when you only saw a portion of the video, correct? Yes, sir. At that point, if I was sitting on the jury, I would say, this attorney is a liar. He tried to trick me, and I believe that Derek Chauvin is guilty because of the credibility of an attorney at trial is critical. He just convicted his own client. Wow. Yeah, that was a big deal for a lot of people yesterday. There was a lot of talk about the drugs that were found in George Floyd's car. That's called chain of custody. What happened, they found drugs in George Floyd's car. They found drugs in the police car. And these crime lab experts, they have to establish what's called a chain of custody. And although that was a lot of drugs found, they, the state focused on the fact just because drugs was found, that was not the cause of death. That's irrelevant. Drugs found in that car and in the police car, sure, it shows his, his character about being a drug user, but it does not mean that those drugs caused his death. They focused on the fact that that excessive knee pressure caused the death of George Floyd. But once again, a crime scene technician if they don't lay what's called a chain of custody, and let me tell you what a chain of custody is. It's a chain link. If any of those links are broken, then the evidence is not admissible at trial. There is an exception to that. If a crime lab technician does not have a proper chain of custody, the judge can still admit the uh, evidence that's found, but it's up to the jury to determine how much credibility they give that admissibility. In one part of the conversation yesterday, it was said that, you know, the investigator had checked the car and then actually gone back a month later and checked the car again. Do those cars get compounded? In a case like this, which is a murder case, normally when a crime scene technician finished processing a vehicle, it is generally given back to the police department and put back in service. But in this case, it was so important, this vehicle never went back into service, so they went back and checked it again and found more evidence. This is an extraordinary trial. So there's no way they were going to let that police vehicle go back into service until this trial is over. It would have been a huge mistake 
to let this vehicle go back in service. And that's why they were able to go back and find more evidence the second time around. Jackie, I was reading LAPD Sergeant Jody Steiger was saying on his second day on the stand that on the body camera, Chauvin is seen grabbing Floyd's fingers in an attempt to inflict additional pain to get him to comply. And he was asked, well, what if Floyd couldn't comply? And Steiger said, at that point, it's just pain. I mean, that really speaks on the character of Chauvin to just want to inflict pain on someone who's not even able to comply. I agree. When I was a police officer, I had the opportunity to use pain compliance techniques on many occasions. But let me tell you how you're supposed to use it. When I had a situation where someone was fighting me and I'm trying to control them, once I bend their wrist back and start squeezing their knuckles, they're still resisting at that time. So I'm authorized to use that type of technique. But once I get them handcuffed, if you continue to use that type of technique, that is excessive force. So in this case, it was designed solely to inflict mm. additional pain. All right, everybody. Of course, we give you daily updates of the Derek Chauvin trial accused of killing George Floyd. Jackie Patterson, thank you. My pleasure. And have a wonderful day.